What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 43 of the Triage Method podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Patrick Farrell. How are you this week, Paddy? I'm positively fantastic, Gary. I don't have much to say. Um, it's been a good week. Um, how how's your week been? My week was uh, good because I came to see you, of course. Um, oh, that so is, that is actually so cute. That's so cute, man. Yeah, you know, actually, I needed that. Actually adorable. I needed that personal connection. You know, I was feeling a bit lonely, bro. Oh, bless. Anyway, Gary, what are we going to talk about today? I believe we are talking about community and fitness. I suppose you would call it that. Essentially, um, the, the, the community aspect of a health and fitness journey. Because although you might think, like, oh, fuck that like i don't i don't need that i don't need a, a community i'm a fucking lone wolf i'm an animal i go into the gym and i fucking crush it but the both the beauty and the downfall of gym programs or not gym programs um the way people go about training is the beauty of it is the gym you can go to that at any time obviously the gym whatever your your opening hours was say 6 to 11 or whatever um you're obviously confined within that but within that you can pretty much fucking rock up whenever the fuck you want it's not like a i don't know brazilian jiu-jitsu class it's not like a you know football training session it's it's nothing like that like you have to be somewhere at a set time you can literally just rock up to the gym whenever you're ready doesn't really matter oh five minutes late because of traffic cool no one fucking cares you know um you can just get on with your own training program. You can get going with everything. So that's obviously the great aspect of the gym, right? You, you basically have total control of your time, right? However, most people find that because they are all on their own, essentially, and they have to do everything on their own, you can be a little bit a little bit demotivated sometimes and it, i'm not saying like you're like oh i don't want to do this but what i mean is you could be in a position where you're like oh maybe i'll just put it off till tomorrow or you know you kind of shy back from doing say like heavier sets or more difficult exercises or stuff like that because you're like ah like no one's watching like no one knows if i skipped the gym today no one knows if like i, I didn't really push myself on this set you know or it, no no one knows except for you so you've no real accountability and again obviously uh, like getting coaching or something solves that to some extent because you have an external source of accountability or having a personal trainer there which you again kind of solves that but then it, it starts getting into that issue where it's like if you have a personal trainer there you have to be there at a set time and basically it's a, it's a one-to-one class. So you lose some of that uh, autonomy essentially, right? So having a community kind of aspect to your health and fitness stuff does intuitively make sense in terms of actually progressing or making you progress that little bit quicker. Uh, and that, that kind of, again, seems like I'm like, oh, well, we, we do like online coaching where it's like we're one-to-one, so how can we be saying that? But also, yes, remember, we have like a, a community through like Facebook and stuff. So you have other like-minded people into achieving the same goal same with the the militia like you get people throwing in uh, videos of themselves training being like oh like hey, what do you think this is like i mean tips and stuff like that so it's like you do get some sort of a community aspect to the whole thing but even if you're just going out and training on your own like say for example you have one of your friends like i know you used to train with anto a lot you know like tra- yeah. training training with another person does actually push you that little bit more because you kind of get a little bit competitive you know there's obviously good and bad aspects to that as well but you kind of get a little bit competitive you're like oh i'm gonna push myself on this set of squats and you know i'm gonna make we're having a competition kind of like he i got nine reps and he only got eight reps so like yeah i'm fucking i'm beating him you know next week he comes in and he's like oh i'm gonna get nine reps because gary got nine reps you know like so you you kind of push each other that little bit more the whole whole way throughout and then also you kind of are accountable to actually go to the gym because you you have someone there to go you're like you, you can't just be like oh yeah anto we'll go to the gym four days per week this this week well you probably went seven million times a week because you used to be animals and um, but you know what i mean you, you can go four four days per week and you can go oh yeah we're going to be here on monday tuesday thursday friday say you know and if you're kind of like on Friday going, ah, look, Anto, not really feeling it. Anto's going to be like, oh, you little bitch. Like, oh, we're going, we're going to the gym. Like you said already, we're going. Like, so you, you kind of get that little bit of a, a kick to make sure that you're staying on track. 
you know? So having that kind of community aspect of things is something that I, I think people going to the gym lose out on, even though as a result, they get more autonomy, like they get more control of their, their life. Like, again, like it, it suits some people like to be like a, a lone wolf type person and just go out and do your own training, do your own bits and kind of just forget about the rest of the world. But for, for a, quite a lot of people having that kind of external accountability, I suppose you'd call it does really help quite a lot and this is why you know group classes are so successful like you see like the les mills stuff and everything like even though yeah you have to be there at a certain time the fact that you're in a community we're all doing the same thing we're all going towards a common goal or say crossfit is the same you know it's like again we're a community we we're all going towards a common goal we're all doing the same workout or you feel like shit doing this wad like fuck i feel like shit as well so it's like you you can see that the emotions reactions whatever you're having to that training session are appropriate rather than you're kind of like oh am i training too hard or am i is it too easy you know again like you you're not really sure because you don't have a kind of external point and again this is not to say that you must have a group or a tribe or whatever but you have to remember that humans are innately tribalistic you know like we grew up in tribes like we we evolved in tribes and like you are part of likely multiple tribes in terms of like you have your family unit you have your your friend unit you know you have like probably a sporting team or something like you have all these little tribes and humans just gravitate towards that people probably have like fucking listen to this have like diet tribes like i'm a, i'm the keto fucking people like you look at those groups on facebook and stuff and it's like that's why people join those groups they want that, that tribe they want to have the experiences they want to get the knowledge from these other people and they want to interact with a, a tribe of like-minded people and that's that that's because humans are innately tribalistic so you know if you can get that aspect acknowledge that and then kind of bring that aspect into your overall training approach it is something that can be very beneficial well what are your thoughts on the whole you know community aspect of tribalist aspect of this health and fitness journey yeah it's like it's certainly certainly really valuable and i think the the kind of key component of like being part of a tribe is that it gives you some sort of identity and personally like i feel like your identity or perceived identity is incredibly important for driving behavior change or driving the behaviors that you undertake every day to become the person that you want to be you know and and like that manifests in many ways in terms of like if, if I if I think about my exercise habits or my reading habits or whatever, like my default position is that I I am someone who trains like that's it. It's not like I engage in training sometimes because I like it. It's like, no, that's who I am. It's what I do. I exercise, you know, that like <laughs> that sounds a bit aggressive or whatever. But it is it is the way most people that, that do something consistently will think of themselves. And that's essentially what being part of a tribe can kind of give you. But obviously it can be toxic in a way as well. For example, like if you follow certain people, a certain group of people in the fitness industry, let's say um, a company that you love and you love everything they put out, then what you, what you can do is kind of identify with the things that they stand for. But where it gets messy is when you start to identify with the specific things that they say and hence, you just revert back to those all of the time. And that's something I've spoken with you many times, many times about Patty, is that what we don't want with triage is to become a business where people literally just repeat what we say, and like, just identify us as being like, like, we say this, therefore you say this too. It's like, I'd rather see people think critically about things. And, you know, appreciate the science of things and kind of come to their own conclusions as opposed to just adopting that sort of dogmatic stance. So it, it can become toxic in a sense as well. And obviously that you can see that as well in, you know, things like CrossFit, powerlifting, bodybuilding, Olympic weightlifting, um, running, but like pick, pick any community where you'll have people from within those specific communities that will essentially do their best to look down on all other communities and adopt a, a stance of superiority, you know, and, and that's, that's essentially not what you want. Um, but, but that's the negative side of it. And from the positive side of it, like you see it play out 
um, from a, a tribal perspective in lots of different areas from things like you were talking about, like CrossFit, like group exercise classes, all the way into like rehabilitation. So like you'll have in a hospital, um, COPD patients will engage in like pulmonary rehab or cardiac rehab patients will engage in cardiac rehab. And they're group-based exercise classes that are aimed essentially at improving exercise adherence. But what it also, like one of the key things within that is that you're with like-minded individuals who understand your life experience better than other people. And that's essentially where I think one of the big benefits of having a community um, come from. Because obviously, like anecdotal evidence um, and using the experience of others to drive what you should do isn't always very reliable. But if you're allowing it to be driven by people who are very similar to you in age, um, maybe in gender, in your health or disease state, then obviously that becomes a little bit more reliable. So let's say you have a pulmonary rehab class and and all of the patients within that class have COPD. If you're learning from people within that group, not just the instructor, but the other people living with a similar condition, then what you can essentially do is then take lessons from them that are likely to be more reliable than if you were at, say, I don't know, a bodybuilding class, if that was a thing, like, obviously, those things aren't as generalizable. Um, so that's essentially what you get within these, within these online fitness communities, as well. Like, let's say someone is a coach, and they specialize in coaching 40 to 50 year old um, mothers who are working part time and have more than three kids, like that's really specific. So if you are that type of person within that community, it's easy for you to learn from other people, as opposed to just going out into the world as an individual and searching the internet without having a specific niche niche in which you try to learn from. Um, so, so that is one of the big benefits that I see coming from community. Yeah, like they're essentially you're outsourcing the journey, if that makes sense. Like obviously you still have to go on the journey, but like if you were to fucking be transported back, I don't know, 400, 500 years ago and you're just like oh well i want to go to uh, jerusalem to fucking go on a pilgrimage to pray you know you're a devout fucking catholic or something i don't know whatever it is right you're in europe and you're like i want to go to jerusalem to go on a, a a pilgrimage to you know pray at jerusalem all the holy sites you know so you wouldn't just rock up and go cool i have no idea what i'll need on the way i have no idea what the fuck i need to secure to go there i'm just i know it's roughly east so i'm just going to start walking east you know and like that's essentially what you do when you go about it on your own right you're just going i know roughly direction i'm going but I don't really know any of the specifics. And essentially what you're doing with a community is you're going, okay, cool. I want to go to Jerusalem, but, oh, I know actually these boys over here, these Templar Knights, (laughs) they go to Jerusalem all the time. So I'm going to go over to them and ask them, you know, what kind of stuff do I need? You know, what kind of... Uh, terrain am I going to be going over what kind of people am I likely to encounter you know all that kind of stuff you know you're you're essentially outsourcing the information you want to go to someone who's already been down the path or has been uh, essentially already on the journey that you're going on and you just want to find out the information from them right and the great thing about that is, is as well is it doesn't mean that they have to have all the answers right now you know so for example you could have a community and everyone's a, a beginner that's the community you know so like you no one's been down the path already right but what you'll find in those kind of communities people will start figuring things out they'll be for i don't know for example like they'll be like oh well i i heard like having like higher volume food foods makes it easier to kind of diet and you'll find people kind of finding foods or finding recipes that are you know higher in volume but still low in calories and they start sharing that kind of information with each other and it becomes a a way for them to even though they've never been down the path once they learn that little bit of information they start really start going down and exploring that little thing you know so like that's how everything evolves that's how information is evolved over time you know you 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 learn a little bit and you explore that completely and then you learn a little bit more and you keep going along down that now obviously in that kind of instance it would be slightly faster if that group had someone to guide them you know for example like like that's how like Facebook uh, communities work generally. Like I, I say Facebook because it's a social networking site and, you know, that's where pretty much everyone is these days in terms of, you know, these kind of group coaches or group uh, uh, groups, I suppose. Um, 
because you know it, you, you can't have that kind of stuff on instagram you can't have it on like twitter you, you you don't have it anywhere else like you have it on facebook you know um so people will gravitate towards that and generally you'll have like a few people that are essentially the leaders of the group that the heads of the group you know whether they're male female whatever the fuck they're they're the people that are in charge quote unquote and they're they're leading the group they're, they're kind of giving them a little bit of snippets of information and pushing them in the direction or that they need to go to get the results that they desire. And I always think this is the thing about like the the leader of the group. It's it's a hard place to be in, especially if you are bringing someone down the path. Like you wouldn't again with that like Jer- Jerusalem fucking pilgrimage thing. You wouldn't just go, oh well, you as an individual, you've never done it. You go up and you go, oh John, you're a Templar knight. Uh, I know you've been loads of times. What should I expect? And like now you're you're essentially letting him be the leader, this fucking Templar knight, and if he just started going, right, we're going to fucking sprint to Jerusalem, you know, you need to get this, you need to get this, you need, and he just gives you a fucking bucket list of everything that you need to get, like, that's overwhelming. So as a leader, your 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 goal is to, you know, give a little bit of a snippet of information and let the person take that on board and essentially just always be a small step ahead of them in terms of the information you're giving them. So you're slowly bringing them along rather than just overwhelming them, like, with a ton of information so that they actually never get to where they want to get because they're like oh well like this this just seems too hard for me like yeah okay cool i wanted to go on a pilgrimage but this is just too hard it's, it's too 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 much too much stuff that i need to do just oh, no i just can't do it you know so you, you have to have a community that is one that allows you to grow at your pace because everyone's going to be at, at a different pace you know and um, and again, like this, this plays out, like you said, in all different types of scenarios. Like you can literally look at it from, you know, like CrossFit to, I don't know, the rise of like Nazism and stuff. Like it, it, it essentially is like people like to be part of a tribe. And like you were saying, people will start deferring out their thought process. Right. And like, again, like that, that can be a good thing in terms of, you know, you've never been on this journey. You've never done this health and fitness stuff. So you kind of go, oh, yeah, I need to get this information. Look, this Gary guy seems to put out good information. He gets loads of clicks. He gets loads of likes. So I, I, I think he's right. You know, I just presume he's right because he's got this social validation and people are, you know, celebrating the fact that, you know, the information he puts out is good. You know, in my head, that's how I'm seeing. I'm seeing these likes, I'm seeing this. So obviously you're, you're socially validated. Your, your thought process, good to go. So in, rather than me thinking like, well, let me just do a little bit of my own research on this. Let me look up these things that he's saying. You know, people kind of go, I don't know, Gary, he's almost infallible. Like he can never be wrong. I just, I just presume whatever Gary's saying is correct. You know, and again, like that—that's what happens in, say, like CrossFit. It's a, or not even CrossFit, like CrossFit powerlifting, whatever else, whatever fucking thing where people congregate into this kind of tribe. It's like, oh, five three one is the program. You, if you're powerlifting, you're not five three one. Oh man, fuck, get the fuck out. Or you're not Westside Barbell, get the fuck out. You know, it's like that's the only possible conceivable way. Like you know, before we invented Westside Barbell, people weren't strong. They didn't know how to get strong. You know, it's like it's the only conceivable way. Like that is the way. You know, and that's the the thought process people go into. They essentially create like a that leader person, and they just go, "Oh yeah, you are the Messiah. You are the next coming of God. Whatever you are, the one that we're going to do. We're going to essentially give our thought process to. Like your thought process is my thought process. You know, and again, like you can see how that automatically starts going into you know uh into the political sphere where people are like yeah look you are my messiah like i whatever you you think i think you know and all the all the leader has to do is do the exact same thing that i was saying to do as a leader they have to just be one small step ahead of you and they essentially just lead you down that garden path and go okay yeah like we were just you know doing some good stuff we were like say like hitler again like is is the easy one to to use because it's the archetypical one in terms of like he did a load of social good same with mussolini like mussolini i drained the swamps it's cool we got rid of malaria thanks man you know hitler literally gassed all the rats in the the streets using zyklon a uh, and like gassed them all killed all the rats people were like this is great you're doing a load of social good you know people are being lifted out of poverty you're doing a lot of stuff it's like this you seem like a great guy you know me as an individual worker here i'm kind of like man this guy's actually doing a lot of good for me like all he's doing is staying one step ahead of you kind of pushing you down this thought process and you're going yeah 
that's great. That worked for me. I'm going to go to his next thought process now. Cool. That also worked for me. Great. And you just kind of keep going. And essentially, it just gets more and more extreme. But even the people in that don't realize how extreme it's gotten because they've essentially just walked that to the extreme like they've gone one small step one small step one small step and then they, they don't even realize that they're fucking 500 meters down the extreme path you know like whereas you standing here coming into this from an outside perspective you're like what the fuck man like you're you're saying gas the jews here like what the fuck like how do you how do you think that this is like how like how did you get how did you get to this position you know like so you have to think of the, the whole pro- process and now obviously it's a it's a hardly a, a fair comparison to be like oh that to fitness but that is essentially what happens in the the health and fitness sphere where it's like you know you you, you come to something with good intentions you follow the path and you get start getting some good results and the, the community is great and you're like yes well fucking this is great but you don't even realize that the community itself could be toxic you know the the message itself could be toxic in terms of it's not an open and inclusive you know message and like again this i always think it's weird like people have such like dichotomous thoughts in their their head like they'll be like oh i support like inclusivity and you know being really like inclusive with everything like blah 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 with with society and stuff and then they'll be like oh but i'm a, a keto person like oh if you don't do keto get the fuck out of here like you should basically be executed it's like and like what the fuck like <laughs> uh but it, it, it that's essentially what happens with these these messages within the fitness industry like the people get results with them so you again start to think this is the way the only way if you if you're not doing keto like oh if you eat carbs carbs are the devil man like do you not even understand inflammation like you're gonna you're gonna get fucking all kinds of illness just because you're eating those sickening carbs and that that's where you don't even realize how far you've gone and, and again like people you'll see this all the time people will kind of get out of that community after being in it like three to five years or whatever and they're kind of like um what the fuck was i thinking with like this this thought process man i was so extreme in, in the overall way i was going about it you know but it, that is the thing once you start detaching from it you start to notice that you know yeah and and i think like you touched on something there like if if someone is a, a lay person it's very it's very obvious that they would want simple solutions to things simple messages and i mean when you're dealing with complex problems like diet and health which has like an infinite amount of variables if you want to break it down to its fundamental components then the lay person is probably going to be like all right i i'm there's probably a solution there must be a solution that's that everyone isn't doing so if you see something like the carnivore diet pop up and someone is like oh you know i've got i've got all the solutions to all of your problems from the modern diet and stuff it's much easier for you as the lay person to just avoid all of the complexity you know by understanding the whole of nutrition research and just opt for a simple solution that kind of makes a lot of logical sense you know someone presents you with these arguments they're like oh you know vegetables and fruits and they have all these anti-nutrients and this is why plants produce phytochemicals and all this sort of stuff and you're like okay okay this oh i kind of get it and you're asked like you know did anyone ever give you evidence for the whole five a day thing and then you're like well actually they fucking didn't and then it's like they develop it into this sort of conspiracy where people are trying to you know hide the truth from you where we all should actually just be eating meat and stuff and it's like oh but 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 what what about fiber like do i not need to like poo or anything and then they're like oh, well, you only need to poo if you have fiber. Like, it doesn't matter. Otherwise, it's like, oh, okay, all right. Like, you just explained everything. Very simple. Now I'm going to do the carnivore diet. And it's like, you know, it's just this logical sequence, like you said, where someone is kind of pushing you along to the next step, to the next step, to the next step, until suddenly you're only eating meat and you're afraid of eating anything else. And, it's yeah, like, and, right, and, and this, this is the thing as well with humans. Like, we are one of the best, if not the best, animals on Earth at pattern recognition, Right but it also is our greatest downfall. This is why you see like, you know, you look at a house and you're like, oh, that house looks like it's a face. You know, like it's like you, you just put the pattern onto the house. You're like, oh, there's two eyes, there's a nose, there's a mouth. You're like, you've you've recognized this pattern because you're so good at it, right? But the, the fact that you're able to do that is actually your downfall and it's something that leaves you open to being manipulated because again, with that kind of carnivore one, you start seeing, like someone gives you this nugget of information and you start seeing patterns then. Like you're like, Hmm, actually, you know, when I ate that broccoli, I didn't feel too good, you know? And it's like, this, this wasn't like some sort of pathological pattern, but you've now made it one because now you've come to this with this kind of implicit bias where you're kind of going, 
oh yeah, vegetables are bad. So you start noticing all these bad things that happened when you had vegetables, you know? And it's like, you start pattern recognizing, you're going, yeah, okay, they're completely correlated. That's causation, you know, where it's, that's that's not the scientific method. And it's actually something that's really, really hard to do. And I'm sure like a hundred percent sure, like we've done it wrong loads of times, you know, like we come to something with an implicit bias and you, you essentially find the data to support that you know like i was saying to you the other day uh like just trolling like you always say it's like oh don't drink water close to bed you know and i'm like like that's not scientific because like i could literally drink like two liters of water before bed and not be have interrupted sleep you know so although that's something that makes intuitive sense like if you're like oh yeah don't drink a lot of water close to bed because you're going to get up and pee you know that's that's not necessarily true like because for some individuals like i again like myself like i could drink two liters of water and just wake up normal time and then pee you know so it's like that's that's not necessarily even though it's intuitive it's not necessarily correct now obviously like you're you're actually saying that in relation to someone that's having disjointed sleep or is waking up throughout sleep like you're not just saying like for every single person you know, or don't drink water before you sleep or start tapering water down. It's like, you're actually saying it to people, if you're going, if you want to improve your sleep or you need to, you know, you're, 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 you're waking up throughout the night. Like that's the population you're talking to, but you can understand how that kind of gets missed. That kind of gets uh, lost in the noise. And that becomes the the message. It's like, oh, don't drink water before bed because Jesus Christ, you'll wake up in the middle of the night, like, and you won't be able to get back to sleep because you need to piss. Like, and it's like, that's, that's not what you said, but that's a, an easy thought process to then start uh, making more extreme, you know? So again, like all this stuff is very easy to do. So it's not like we're saying we're completely infallible and like, oh, we're not laughing or making fun of like the carnivore diet. Although I always think it's really interesting. Like if you if you actually look at it uh, and like just go back in history, like and I always think it's really weird because the carnivore diet is essentially like this kind of American diet, you know, where it's like American people, well, Canadians as well, like North American continent uh, or the American continent, whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, people making it. But it's like, do you not know your own history? Like, and they're like, they, they talk about like, oh, you know, if you only eat meat, your need for vitamin C goes down and, you know, all, all this kind of stuff. Like all the objections, they're like, oh, well, that's only a thing where it's in like normal eating people you know they, they eat vegetables and stuff like if you eat meat like oh no just it changes everything but it's like do you literally not remember the like pioneers they literally went across you know when they had like the say the louisiana purchase and stuff like even like lewis and clark and stuff going across america and it's like these guys were like they, they, they there was no farming like the, the indians didn't farm so well they did to some extent farm some like maize corn um but there was no real farming and like vegetables and stuff are, are a little bit harder to get as a quote unquote hunter gatherer in the, especially in North America. Um, whereas meat is plentiful or at least was plentiful at the time. So like they were literally killing like a Buffalo and that's like a thousand pounds of meat. Like there's, there's stuff uh, like their accounts in their, in their uh, like books and stuff is like there are people eating like nine to 12 pounds of meat a day. Like that was their diet. They literally just have meat for breakfast, meat for lunch and meat for dinner. Like obviously there's fat with that as well. So it's like, it's basically just protein and fat. Uh, and by the time they got across to the, the West coast of America, like they all had scurvy. They were all in bits. Like they all had all fucking kinds of fucking diseases and stuff. Now obviously the diseases they picked up along the way and like it's not completely correlated to, to today. But it's like, that was literally only a hundred odd years ago. And it's like you now going like, Oh yeah, actually, uh, I know they all got scurvy, but uh, humans have now fucking advanced uh, a million times in the last fucking hundred years, and uh, no, scurvy is not an issue if you only eat meat. Shut the fuck up, mate. But anyway, that's 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 my side rant. <laughs> yeah, basically, I think the simplest way to think of all that stuff is like if you if you want a logical explanation for things, like a real simple logical explanation, then you also have to accept all of the logical fallacies that go along with that, like. Because if, you, if, you're, if you're just giving yourself some sort of logical explanation or someone else is giving it to you, you have to also ask all of the questions like, why would they want to give you this simple story? And like, if something is that much of an outlier method, like if someone te is telling you that you literally only have to eat meat to be healthy, yet very, very, very few 
experts like guidelines or anything would suggest that then you have to be like all right there's, there's probably a little bit more going on here and that's not to say that like the establishment or the consensus isn't wrong every now and then it's just that it's very unlikely that they would be that wrong um on most things but but yeah that like and, and so there we've kind of like presented the spectrum so what you can kind of see is that community can be very positive okay but then on the other side of it we've got this sort of toxic tribalism so the main oh, message that I suppose like, we're trying to get I'm across it's, tribalism is toxic in itself like tribalism is good to an extent so it's all tribalism it's just you can have a toxic community overall I don't use different words because then it starts people start thinking like oh tribalism is the one that's wrong fair 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 so you, you can have positive tribalism or toxic tribalism that that okay that's fair there you go because it's, it's sound to it's sound to have a tribe like you even see that in 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 mark o'dwyer's gym mod physical culture like they've they've essentially built a a tribe culture that is very much positive that is essentially centered on hard work putting in the work very consistently and there you go like that's that's pretty much it but it's not like he's saying or anyone is saying that uh oh yeah to join our cult you have to only do this one this one special exercise or this one i don't know eat this one food or whatever so you, you can very much have that positive tribalism and and we talked a lot about diet there and the, the same thing is going to apply to exercise in that you know people can present you with this these very clear kind of explanations for things like, like let's say crossfit they might say ha using exercise machines that's totally dumb. It's not functional because when have you ever done a leg extension in your everyday life? And then it's like, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense. Even though you don't actually break it down. You know, if you were to break it down, you'd say that, well, a leg extension trains my quads. I use my quads every time I stand up. There's research to show that leg extension strength improves your sit to stand, which improves function. So it's like, oh shit, your, your argument just fell apart. So you also have to apply all of this to exercise and recognize that there's no one best way to exercise just like there's no one best way to eat. Because I think, I actually think that gets missed more often than not, because I think people are very into debunking nutrition myths, probably because they kind of are in the media a bit more. Um, but people kind of just let exercise things float by. Like, but it's like also, it's not even just because it's in the media. It's because nutritional science is a, an older science so we're further along like you can go to like the biochemistry you can look at the, the mechanistic stuff and we have a pretty good understanding like i could literally point to huge areas and huge holes in our understanding but if you look at you know training and we'll say strength what it was a sports science or whatever fuck it's like they have like huge like fucking gaping holes in the knowledge it's like but that that obviously doesn't invalidate the field it's like it's still a, a field in its infancy and they're they are well i i think personally i'm like i think sports science has kind of lost its way with all this fucking like volume discussion and stuff it's like it's literally so irrelevant like you should be able to solve it in one study and let's look at like mechanistic stuff but i understand why they're, they're doing it's because it's in its infancy and it's like it's actually hard to do the other kind of science but that's a bit of an aside like basically what i'm saying is you know it's easier to debunk nutrition stuff rather than it's it's kind of harder to fully debunk training stuff because we actually don't have a full mechanistic you know data set you know and there's there's huge huge holes in our, our understanding of training as a whole Whereas like, even though there's huge holes in nutrition, it's like, we actually are in the process of kind of sewing them up and, you know, getting more information that way. Whereas in training, it's like, oh, like we're, we're working on it, but we're so far behind that I can, I'm basically can work in gray area and still be kind of somewhat scientific. I'm like, oh yeah, progressive overload. And it's like, yeah, but you're progressively overloading like some completely stupid stuff, you know? But anyway, yeah, no, I, th I think that's a fair assessment. Um, and I also think it's the fact that everyone eats and you have to eat like you don't have a choice. So obviously everyone's going to have a more invested interest in that versus exercise, which not everyone does, unfortunately. But if you were to think about like the way in which people often present um, the debunking of nutrition, they'll often, you know, 
start talking about calories and stuff and they're like what do you mean you don't have to focus on foods that's totally dumb and then the same person like 10 minutes later will start talking about how you need to focus on certain exercises whereas if they were to carry over the logic they would just talk about forces and they would say all you have to worry about is forces you know and and people don't tend to do that when it comes to to exercise um probably because it just doesn't make much of a difference a lot of the time as in like there's a there's a lot more there's a bigger bigger variation in your your outcome if you focus only on like let's say certain foods and you never end up with the calorie quantity that you need to reach your goal um instead of calories um versus if you focus on certain exercises versus other exercises because realistically it's just the level of analysis that's accurate or inaccurate there as opposed to like your squat chain leading to a different outcome in leg development versus a leg press like it's like really doesn't matter it's also the the time scale Um, type thing as well like you're gonna be like oh well i progressively overloaded a hack squat for five years and my quads look like this versus i progressively overloaded a back squat for five years and my legs look like this it's like you have to wait five years for the outcome whereas like you make a dietary intervention it's like yeah cool (laughs) we'll give you a month and you should see like some pretty significant changes with that dietary intervention so again this is again why nutrition is further along because it's much easier to see and, and track and test than training so again like I, even though i'm kind of giving you know sports science a, a bad bad uh, rap here it's like I, I completely understand why it is where it is because man it's fucking it's hard to get or measure the outcome when it's such a large time scale yeah especially in trained individuals um but but yeah i suppose that, like that the, the purpose of of that little segment was basically to get you to apply the exact same thinking that you do to nutrition to training because what you want to avoid is that sort of toxic aspect of tribalism so that you can take advantage of the positive aspect of tribalism um so so that that sort of brings us to the application part of this discussion where you you do need to find like well you don't need to but what we're suggesting is that it's probably a good idea to try and find a tribe or community or people around you that have similar goals and that are in a similar situation to you like you you'll often find people having discussions about gyms and they'll be like would you would you rather have the best equipment or the best community and a lot of people will say the best community because you know as you were saying at the start you can be at the own you can be on your own at the gym with the best equipment but if you're not feeling it on that day your own kind of flaws are just going to be like ah sure look i don't have to go that hard today whereas if you're with a community there's that extra external accountability and motivation that's going to drive you to kind of get the work done um, and you can get that online as well it's not just about fitness classes and this is where i think this becomes really important because obviously not everyone has people around them that they can you know team up with like maybe you're a student and you go on placement in multiple locations so you're not even in the same gym all of the time but you want to have a community of people that you can ask questions that understand where you are etc and you can find those online as well so for example you might have a group that people post training videos into but you've been afraid so far whereas if what you'll often find in in most facebook groups from my experience is that people are generally very positive um, with criticisms when you actually send in videos and you can learn a lot from that as well Um, but obviously it, it involves you sort of getting out of your comfort zone as well which is the same in the real world you know like if you want to engage in, in in social activities if you want to be a member of a, of a of a group that contributes their opinion you have to first get over the the discomfort that comes with that um, and we find that in the militia quite a bit you know when people do post one video and they get feedback from us or feedback from others and um, they're generally more likely to continue posting videos after the fact uh, and you can get that on, on even your own individual social media and this is one of the functions of hashtags and you know tagging and stuff you'll see personal trainers who will always reshare their clients videos or their pictures or whatever because that client then feels like they're part of a tribe so that is you know pretty pretty valuable yeah and like you do see that again like on say even instagram and stuff like i think it's it's brilliant like it's 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 toxic in a way but it's also brilliant like i actually hate social media but the fact that you could literally just get whoever you you idolize and you can just you just tag them in your video and you know sometimes they respond like that's literally when on earth could you have ever done that like imagine you're literally some scientist back in the day and you're like hmm, i think i actually understand this uh rotation of the planets you know uh 
at Copernicus, is this right? Like, imagine, like, you, like, <laughs> you know, like when, like when back in the day, could you do this? Like, maybe you could send a, a letter, you know, but like that's, you know, maybe they might respond, you know, maybe they're like, ah, oh, fuck that letter, like fuck this. But it's like thirty seconds on fucking Instagram, be like at whatever, and they respond because it's like, oh yeah, cool video, great, whatever, you know. So it's like it, it is a huge benefit, but again, it does lead to that kind of guruism, guruism, or that toxic. Uh, tribalism in a way because it's like you're basically just giving them all the power and you're like I need this one person's validation or whatever else like you see this all the time like the amount of people that are going to the gym and they like hashtag Gymshark you know and it's like you're you're by doing that you're basically building someone else's brand for free for firstly right you're building their brand in the hope that they like comment maybe fucking get you as an athlete or something you know it's like it's not a mutual you know uh endeavor like you're basically just building their brand while they might maybe maybe do something back for you you know so it's, it's not a mutual thing um but like again i can understand why why people do it you know it makes sense um but uh yeah that, that, the whole the whole tribalism like I, I think we need to again like like you said give the kind of applied stuff so if you are an individual and you are looking to change your health and fitness you know you have a few options to do right first of all the very the simplest one is bring a friend right if there's two or three of yous in it whatever fucking exercise modality you're going to it's it's easier to stay on track you know and that doesn't mean they have to come with you every single session all they have to do is be there for you every so often you know like they you could go oh the two of us are going to the gym two days per week you know uh together you know and you're overall you're going four or five days per week but you know those two sessions are going to be really good sessions because you have a friend with you you have that external accountability you you have all of that you know um so the, the easiest one bring a friend you know or at least have a friend that is on the same journey as you, you know, again, they could be completely other side of the country, continent, world, whatever the fuck, but the two of you's, you know, messaging back and forth being like, yeah, cool. Like, how did you get on today with your diet? You're like, oh, like I'm having an issue with, you know, not snacking or I I just can't give up my, I don't know, Coke, you know, I can't give up my Coca-Cola, you know? And they could be like, oh, well, what I did for that is this, you know, you can bounce ideas off each other and you're kind of keeping each other accountable, you know? So just bringing a friend, easiest one. That's that's how you can build a, a small community right there with, with that, right? The next level up, you can start going to say fitness classes and stuff like that. Again, you lose some of the autonomy of being able to do it as an individual on your own time, blah, blah, blah. But having a class, of like-minded people you're all doing the same stuff you're all moving towards the same goal very beneficial overall and as you can see like again crossfit does it you know gym classes do it It, it, it's very it's very popular because it works you know and especially if you have an instructor or someone there you know pushing you because it's it's much easier if there is someone there that are going that is literally keeping an eye on you and making sure they're getting the most out of you for that session in an appropriate way like obviously they're not just completely fucking dusting you off destroying you so that you can never train again like (laughs) and but they are they're getting the most out of you in that session you know so again there's another way you can build a tribe of people now how do you build a full tribe like the best way to do it is probably going to be either an in-person community in terms of you know like you may you may have go to fitness classes and you may go to say weight weight watchers or something like that you know so you have that community where people are all trying to lose weight they're all looking after their diet you know especially if it's a, a local weight watchers meeting you're going to meet local people that are moving in the same direction as you so they're going to be like oh well aldi down the road actually has a sale on x item so you're like oh cool i actually that's going to be really beneficial for me in terms of moving my diet in a beneficial manner you know and if you're like oh i don't there's no local weight watchers there's no local you know fitness minded people again like you live in the middle of like i don't know fucking offly or something you have a home gym you know how do you how do you make a community then it's like the way you do that is you use the tools that are available to you and you go okay cool well i don't have 
a local community. I don't have an in-person community. So I'm going to go online and look for that community there. So, you know, there's, there's Facebook groups. There are you know, forums online, there's websites, there's, 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 there's loads of places online that you can find a community. And essentially what it's about is finding a community that is aligned with your goals and aligned with your thought processes, you know? And again, like that doesn't mean that you have to essentially become gurued. You don't have to be like, oh, uh, Gary is mind Fuhrer now and he just has all the answers and all the, the, ideas that I need to become successful. It's like, you know, you join the, say the militia or something and you're like, yeah, okay, cool. I just want to have a little bit of a community that are, we're all working to, you know, better our knowledge. We're all working to better our understanding. We're all working to better ourselves physically and stuff. And, you know, I just want to be able to like lash in a few videos and get some critique on my training and that kind of stuff. And, you know, you can, you can join that community, but you can keep a skeptical eye and go like, okay, cool. I'm going to take their information, whatever group you're in, the keto group, the fucking vegan group, the whatever, you're going to take that information and you're going to look at it through a, a critical lens. You're going to be like, I want to make sure that I'm not just taking their word as gospel. Now, this also doesn't mean that which is actually something that's really annoying where you send your video, like say on Instagram to 400 different fucking fitspos, hashtag fitspos that you uh, look up to. And it's like, mate, like most of these people are friends. They, they can like, especially if they're, you know, in Ireland and stuff, it's like, and if you send your video to a hundred of them, like they're, they're like, Oh, do you get a video off this guy? And you know, the people talk, you know? And so it's like, if it, if you're sending that video it's it, to a hundred different people, it's hard for you as an individual to get the right message because, you know, everyone's going to have like a hundred different perspectives on that from where they, they came from, from like their journey, you know? So it's like, man, you're, you're actually making it harder for yourself by doing it. And you're also kind of annoying the, 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 the Fitzbo community or whatever. Cause it's like, and you sent like, I know you're not, you're sending this to fucking 20, 30 different people. So it's like, I feel like you're not valuing my opinion. I also feel like you are just not listening essentially because you know, you're getting these conflicting views, these conflicting ideas. That's not to say you can't do it. I'm just saying that it's like, it, it, it's actually harder for you as an individual to do that and get the right message. So like, it, it's a hard line to follow where it's like, don't just follow one guru, but don't just, follow 100 gurus you know it's like you, you know find a few yeah three four five that you're like yeah i actually respect these guys or girls opinions and i just want to get their opinion on what's going on with this cool great you know again you can do that online you can use instagram facebook whatever the fuck you know and um, but anyway yeah so you're this this person in like awfully you have your own home gym you know so how do you get your your information you kind of go you have to join an online community you have to find one that aligns with your your overall goals overall opinions thoughts on a topic now again you don't want to fall into that trap of being like gurued but to some extent, you're going to have to risk that to be in a community, you know? And again, like the best way to know if you're in a good, like open and uh, open community is how they respect a challenge to their ideas, if you know what I mean. So if you're going like, oh, you say that, we'll go back to the water when you're saying that like, oh, you shouldn't drink water close to bed. And like, I come into that group and I'm like, look, I can actually drink like two liters close to bed. Is that bad? And if they're like, oh my God, what the fuck are you doing? You're not even listening to my advice. You know, it's like, then you can kind of understand that, you know, it's a, it's a bad community They're They're trying to bring you along a certain path. Whereas if the community is like, yeah, no, that's actually good. Like there's individual variability in this, you know, this is probably why, you know, maybe you don't want to drink two liters close to bed because there's a, an increased chance that you will wake up throughout the night. But if you're fine with it, you have no issues with it, then it's all good. You know, so if the, if the community is more like that versus, oh my God, what the fuck are you doing? Then you, you know which kind of good, good community you're in, you know? Um, so that that's a way you can do it as an individual there's obviously then the, the next option, which is this kind of sounds like we're doing a sales pitch the whole time now, but uh, you can join like coaching 
in, in some manner. You know, you could join like one-to-one online coaching. You know, obviously you can do it in person as well. But as we said, like you lose some of the autonomy then, you know, that's in my mind, I'm like, that's essentially classes as well. Like you're, you have to be somewhere at a certain time, you know, um, and even though it's one-to-one, like it is still a, a community. It's not as big a community because you're not, unless obviously the, the, the personal trainer or whatever, which I think would be a really good idea, has a community of all their clients together in like a Facebook group or whatever. And they're sharing ideas, which is a good idea to have. Um, but you, you can go online you can again get like online coaching because most of them will have like their all their coaching clients in a community you know discuss recipes ideas stuff like that that'll you know help you along with your your overall training you know uh, or you can do like again like online group coaching which is something that we're kind of launching soon enough uh but it might even what time what day is it today sunday yeah it'll probably be launched even by tomorrow but like uh you know group coaching as well is a great way to build a community and have a community that you know are we're all moving towards the same goal we're all moving towards achieving the same thing you know again it doesn't have to be with us like i honestly like yeah okay cool i'd love to help you achieve your goals but if you're like oh like those boys i don't really like their message i don't i like their podcasts i like listening to them but you know i don't like their philosophy of i don't know nutrition or training or whatever the fuck it is like don't join our group. Uh, cool. That's fine. Like join, join one that you actually feel like you are part of a community that would help and benefit you, you know? So like, that's, that's what you do. You, you find a community that you're kind of like, yeah, I believe in their message. I believe in their thought process. I, I want to test it out and see how they respond to some sort of challenge, you know, whether it's like they just shut it down automatically and have no discussion on it. Now, and this is not saying like you attack them to challenge them. You're not going like, oh, well, you said like protein is at a, I don't know, three grams per fucking kilo. And I'm looking at this research and it says, you know, 2.2. And it's like, you're fucking wrong. And, you know, you should be feel bad that you're telling people this. And it's like, that's like, that's not how you like that's not how you have an open discussion like yeah you have a discussion you go like well i've read this research and it says 2.2 and you're saying you know tree like why is there this difference you know and then it's like then you have a discussion and you can explain they can explain their point if they are open to you know a a discussion if they're just like no fuck off man we just do tree here in this group you know (laughs) then it's like okay well that's just that's just like a, a, a guru you know and so unless of course they can be like we do tree in this group because of xyz zy lmnp you know it's like they, they're the, the reasons that they do it you know and then they go yeah cool but you can do that if you want you know and then you know it's more open group uh but find a community find someone that or people or a community that you agree with their their thought process their philosophies their their uh, approach to the the whole health and fitness stuff uh and then run with that. Again, it doesn't mean you have to be stuck with that, but run with that and keep that critical eye to the information that you're consuming. Do you think that would help people, Gary, that kind of application stuff? Yeah, yeah. I think like I think that's fair. And like just to be the proper like snake oil salesman, because this is a business, we will probably link the group coaching in the description, I imagine, Paddy. Don't you tell me what to do. <laughs> Well, we we might. Okay, so we might link the group coaching. And if you look in the description, you might be able to find more information there. Because in all seriousness, that is essentially a service that we have been putting together with the goal of combining two things. The first, a sort of guide to, uh, well, essentially coaching, let's just call it coaching, coaching that is at a much, much lower price than our one to one services, because obviously, that allows us to help more people. And essentially, People are always asking on the podcast, on Instagram, on Facebook, oh, where could I get a, a program to follow? Do you guys do one-off programs? Um, because the one-to-one coaching is just too much for me right now. We appreciate that. So this is essentially trying to bridge that gap between us just putting out information and coaching. So it's somewhere in the middle. And also combining it with that, everything we've talked about here in terms of community, because that is essentially our goal to build a community of people who are working towards similar things in line with our values. Um, so essentially we want people to be stronger, to be more muscular, to be fitter and to live a healthier life. Like, cause that, that they're pretty decent things. And again, like to the, to our point about tribalism becoming toxic, our, our aim of building group coaching is not to have you identify as a bodybuilder, as a powerlifter, as a runner or any specific, you know, thing, uh, 
that that you just that you just become dogmatic because of you know instead we're just trying to give you tools that are relatively sound based on science and based on what is likely to give you the best chance at a healthy life and being a strong individual so that's pretty much the goal so if you're interested you can find out more info link i'm gonna literally rickroll everyone now i'm gonna be like yeah group coaching and have the link and then you'll just be fucking rickroll there going like (laughs) um um, but uh yeah like obviously that just sounds like we're just did a fucking huge hour-long fucking greasy salesman pitch but like that's that's not what i wanted um but yeah so if you are interested in that the link will be there but also if you are looking to get a community find a community that will help you towards your goals like that i think it is something that should be looked at you know it is something that you should look for because like i personally like training on my own but i also realize that i train way more effectively when i train with people especially with like cardiovascular stuff because like I, I do stuff like i say like i do my my training session and it's 45 minutes of you know resistance work you know and then it's like i i have down on my program 15 minutes at the end of my workout of just low intensity cardiovascular stuff you know it's literally just keep those adaptations going yeah burn a few extra calories that's not really what it's about but obviously that helps me eat a little bit more food then and or sorry allows me eat a little bit more food then and i know like personally i'm like oh like yeah i've just had a hard workout you know i did a lot of resistance work and you know i'm kind of feeling a little bit beat up and stuff and it's like yeah, I might just skip that last 15 minutes. You know, it's it's pretty easy to do. Oh, I'll, I'll get it again later on in the week. You know, I'll do half an hour after my workout. But like, you're, you're never going to do that. <laughs> um, so if you are the kind of person that does find themselves like skipping out on stuff, like you will do better, even if you can just get another individual with you, you know, especially if they are good at stuff that you're bad at. You know, if you're good at, I don't know, being really analytical with your training technique you know and they're just really good at i don't know progressive overload or something like they're really good at like making sure that you're getting the most out of each exercise you know that would obviously be a great pairing obviously if you're terrible at motivation and like actually getting to the gym and they're literally the most hyped up motherfucker ever like you know that's obviously going to be a great pairing as well because you'll be like oh i don't really feel like you know going today they're gonna be like we're going (laughs) you know um so like stuff like that, like find someone that is beneficial to your training thought process or your training process as a whole. Same with the nutrition, like find someone that is on the same path as you or find a community that is on the same path as you, you know, we're, you're all working towards the same goal. Like the ideal in a training setting would be to train with someone that's just slightly stronger than you you know because then you're always going to be like okay well i need to push myself that little bit to kind of catch up with them you know and obviously find someone with similar body mechanics and obviously similar goals like it doesn't make sense if you're like oh we're working on a completely different goals and it's like well okay you can train together obviously that's not to say you can't but it's like it's not as beneficial if you're essentially a community working towards a common goal you know, this is why, again, like you see like totalitarian regimes and stuff, they have like a common enemy. So you all know your enemy. We're all working against that enemy. You know, it's just a, a unifying thought process. It's the same with the, the community stuff. It's like you're all working towards a goal. And like, obviously, we're saying with like our group coaching or soon to be group coaching, it's like we're working towards the goal of becoming a better human uh, uh, overall. So if you are interested in that, like join that group, you know, um, if you're interested in, I don't know, becoming I don't know, the authority on ketogenic dieting, join the, the ketogenic dieting group, you know, like what, whatever it is, like, you know, join the, the group that is going to help you achieve your goals, which also aligns with your thought process. You know, that's all. In. That sounds good to me. Please don't ever, don't ever shout again. But, um, so do you have anything else to say to the beautiful people that listen to our podcast? Yeah, so I suppose just just take the information. Like we actually, I actually say, I say this all the time. I sound like a broken record. But take the information that's applied here and apply it to the rest of your life as well. Like obviously you can you can take this to your career, to college, to to whatever. Like if you think, like if you think studying is cool, and you want to be the most knowledgeable person and the most competent individual in your respective field, but you hang around with a lot of people that think 
<laughs> studying's gay boy like that's like that's not going to be helpful for you unless you are that driven individual who solely makes decisions at you know based on yourself and that's all you care about but realistically a lot of people aren't like that a lot of people do end up letting their behaviors be driven by those that are around them so if you want to be someone who wants to study a lot and be successful in your exams and hang around with people like that like why expose yourself to people who don't think like you who don't kind of support the the your your values essentially and it's the same in your job like if you if you know there are people in your career or in your workplace that are doing really good things and you'd love to be a part of that but you're you know hanging around with the people that are just like oh fuck's sake i don't get fucking paid enough the boss is such a dickhead like you know you're probably better off to try and move towards those people that are that value the same things as you and you know there you go that's 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 it good boy um anyway that is roughly yeah that's it that's an hour gary so we'll wrap it up here um do you have any parting words to say to the beautiful people no it's too easy it literally is too easy anyway guys uh yeah the group coaching link will be in the thing but as i said take from it what you will <laughs> investigate it if you don't like it join join the keto group that's cool Do join it. whatever group but either way either way start thinking about the community you're in in terms of your your goals and obviously as gary said like start thinking about it in terms of all of your goals like i, I, like I always think like back in the day uh you know your actual community around you would have been working towards a common goal you know like say the safety of the children the the niceness of the area whatever else and like people would like clean up after themselves on the street so even if you're like oh like i don't have a community around me like you can actually start a community like the actual real word word of the community in terms of the people that live around you like you can start doing stuff you know making society as a whole better if you so wish but anyway that is it for today uh, peace out <laughs>